Welcome to Unchained, the radio program which addresses the challenges facing Christians today with short, pithy presentations, presenting a vigorous defense for Christianity's claim that the Holy Bible is God's inspired word. This series deconstructs the arguments of evolutionists, anti-theists, atheists, and other enemies of the Holy Bible. Here is your host, Pastor Rod Anderson. Hi, I'm Rod Anderson. One of the pet accusations by atheists against Christianity is the belief that the Bible condones slavery. They strenuously declare that God of the Old Testament endorses physical servitude, that is slavery. They say it's incongruous that he could be called an ethical and loving God. But on the contrary, they say if God does exist, the God of the Bible is immoral, capricious, dictatorial and petty, just like every other God men have invented. Now, of course, slavery in the Bible certainly poses major challenges to Christians who teach that God is a moral being and that we all have been created in his image. However, one fundamental truth that is repeated over and over again in God's dealing with men and women in the Bible is God meets them where they are. He leads people out of darkness and brings them into light. As men and women learn more of his will and character, God expects them to respond and mature. We see this in the Bible. God desired, as his people knew more of his will and character, they too would more perfectly reflect his will. Now, when many of us think about slavery, our minds flash back immediately to the United States and Britain in the 1700s and the 1800s. In our mind's eye, we picture tens of thousands of black Africans in chains, herded as cattle in damp, dark and holds the ship, suffering and dying. We think of the gross violence violence perpetrated against slaves with no hope of ever being free. And all that from nations that claim to be Christian. This says nothing of the slavery that Islam partook of for hundreds and hundreds of years under the Saracens, the Moors, the Ottomans from Asia Minor, the Iberian Peninsula and the Barbary Coast of North Africa. It's estimated that during the 1700s and the 1800s that over one and a half million Europeans were sold sold into slavery by slavers from the Barbary Coast. In fact, slaves have always been the spoils of war. By conquering nations for thousands of years, even before the time of Christ, the Mesopotamians, the Assyrians, the Egyptians, the Babylonians, the Greeks, the Romans, the Mayans, the Incas, all considered slavery as a reward of conquest. However, in answer to the challenge to that the Bible, or should I say God, condoned slavery, Let's consider when and where the Bible talks about slavery, because it could be quite different to our understanding of slavery today. The most notable example that we have of slavery is that of Israel under the servitude beneath the cruel whip of their Egyptian overlords for hundreds of years recorded in the opening chapters of Exodus. Think about this. Generation after generation died in slavery, not even daring to hope that they would see freedom. 
fathers, grandfathers, great-grandfathers, great-great-grandfathers, and so it goes, being born and dying in slavery. It's absolutely unimaginable, but that's how it was. Think of the sort of person that you would be if your ancestors lived in abject servitude for entire lifetimes with cruel pagans as your taskmasters, as your overlords, driven by the cruel ash. You then could understand how a person's view of the value of human life and the dignity of humanity would be corrupted. This was the moral and ethical condition that shaped the Israelites' worldview and characters upon their release from Egyptian slavery. And so God met them where they were. But he only gave them enough light that they could process and understand. Nevertheless, even when the Israelites are first free from the cruel manacles that bound them, God puts in place laws so the Israelites would treat their slaves, who quickly became subject to them, in a more humane and elevated way. Some of this instruction is found in Exodus chapter 21. If you buy a Hebrew servant, he shall serve six years, and then in the seventh he shall go out free and pay nothing. In the seventh year, a free a slave was to go free. That is an astonishing contrast to the other nations around them. A slave was a slave until he or she died, as according to the other nations. But that was not to be the case with the newly formed nation of Israel. And we read this in the same chapter of Exodus chapter 21, verse 26 and 27. If a man strikes the eye of his male or female servant and destroys it, he shall let him go free for the sake of the eye. And if he knocks out the tooth of his male or female servant, he shall let him go free for the sake of his tooth. You see, God instructed the Israelites that they were to honour a slave's rights, and if not, the slaves were to be given their freedom. In verse 16 of Exodus chapter 21, we read this regarding God's view of people who profited from slavery, those who would make a living from slave trade, that is the slavers. It says, he who kidnaps a man and sells him, or if he is found in his hand, shall be surely put to death. Now that's plain, isn't it? No explanation there, there needed. God is very clear. And what I want you to understand is that God in Exodus was in the process of rehumanizing the Israelites after themselves were the victims, the terrible victims of brutality, generation after generation. God wanted the rehumanization of Israel to be a continual process throughout their generations, that it would indeed be a nation to illuminate the world of God's goodness. But that is not demonstrated as we review the sad history of Israel. This can be seen from the writings of the prophets Amos and Hosea, written about 800 years before the time of Christ, in which God rebukes Israel and warns of coming punishment because of social injustice and slavery. Why? Because of all the blessings and advantages that God had poured upon them for hundreds of years. They were to be models of ethical and moral behavior towards their fellow men. There was to be no slavery. God does not condone slavery, but condemns it. But just because we read of it, it does not mean that God approved of it then nor 
now. There's a lot more that I could say on this subject, but I have two free offers for you today. Firstly, it's a little booklet on slavery in the Bible based on the New Testament book of Philemon. It will help you to understand that slavery was never a part of God's plan for humanity. I also want you to have a 25-part series of Bible reading guides called The Orchard Faith of Jesus Studies. And all you have to do to receive these two gifts is send me an email with your name, postal address and phone number two, info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au. That is info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au or go to our website, theorchardmelbourne.org.au and go to the tab mark Contact Us, follow the prompts, include the name of the book requested and you'll have them in no time at all. Well, our time has run out for now, but I look forward to being with you next time. Remember, the truth has nothing to fear from investigation. I'm Rod Anderson. Goodbye for now. Come.
That was a song completely free by Big Daddy Weave. Coming up next, a beautiful song by Bethany Dillon called How Deep the Father's Love for Us. It's true. 